I'm Shelley Schlender for the KGNU Science Show, How on Earth. Here's an extended interview with University of Montana researcher Mark Anderson, whose research looks into why, when a state legalizes medical marijuana, traffic fatalities go down. Uh, research on medical marijuana came about from us you know, talking about our interests in this area of, of study, and uh, you know, so we, we just started uh, writing, uh, writing papers on some of the economic and social effects of the passage of medical marijuana laws. So it's Dan is at um, University of Colorado Denver. I'm here at Montana State. Um, so it's, it's you know we're us ourselves and and uh, some other co-authors. It's been a joint um, research effort on these papers. You all have found a novel possibility for what the introduction of decriminalized marijuana might do, and that's to reduce traffic accidents. Had, nobody else had looked at this until you had. Correct. I mean, it was one of the. One of the first relationships that we, or one of the first outcomes that we were interested in, interested in studying, uh, in part because there's such great data available on traffic fatalities. Um, also, because this is a, you know, an outcome that is is extremely important from a policy perspective. I mean, the leading cause of death amongst I think five to thirty-four year olds. So, what we what we did was, you know, we we looked at sort of this very simple relationship between this, the passage of these medical marijuana laws and traffic fatalities. And we found that states that were passing these laws were seeing a reduction in traffic fatalities. So we, we thought, well, okay, this is, this is interesting. Let's, let's dig a little bit deeper and figure out if we, if we can uncover that underlying mechanism as to why traffic fatalities are following. And so what we found was that the relationship for alcohol related traffic fatalities was much larger and much stronger. And, okay, well, this is interesting. This is suggesting that alcohol and marijuana are substitute goods. You had a number of questions you asked to try to rule out what exactly is happening here. And one question you seemed to look at pretty thoroughly was, is the difference between fatalities going down when states decriminalize marijuana because people drink alcohol in bars and people generally smoke marijuana at home so that they're driving less after they smoke marijuana than they do if they're drinking alcohol. Well, well so, it, it, so we, can't, we can't precisely say that. So what one, we find this evidence suggesting that they're substitute. It could, be, it could be that. I mean, it could be that you know, people are now less likely to be driving to and from the bars uh, having consumed alcohol. Um, you know, on Friday nights and Saturday nights. It could be that. It may also be that people under the influence of alcohol relative to people under the influence of marijuana are more dangerous behind the wheel. We can't precisely pin down which, which of those two mechanisms it is. Between the issue of what if it's just that people drive to parties with alcohol more often than they drive to and from places to smoke marijuana, um, that one's that one's iffy. You couldn't quite tell on that, but on the question of whether or not marijuana drivers are more dangerous than alcohol drivers, that data was pretty clear. I mean, we we don't we don't know. I mean, what we know is that alcohol-related traffic fatalities fall. We don't know if it's because less people are on the road drunk, or if it's because people that are drunk are more dangerous than people that are high behind the wheel. You looked at other studies that indicate that when somebody thinks they're under the influence of marijuana, they drive slower. 
yeah, so that's not our research. We're just citing other people that have conducted these randomized controlled trials where they have um, given um, people some amount of marijuana, get them behind a wheel in a, in a driving course or driving similarity study, and, other, and, and they've done the same thing with people uh, under the influence of alcohol. So that, that's not our research. We're just, we're just citing this um, literature from the, from the psychology and uh, medical world. Okay, that wasn't your research, but it was one of the clues that you had that indicated perhaps if you decriminalize marijuana and people smoke marijuana instead of drinking alcohol. Right, that's consistent with what we find. Yeah, we're not looking at decriminalizing, though, just, just to be sure. We're looking at the passage of medical marijuana laws. So those, those are two completely different different policies. What we're, what we're looking at is the legalization of marijuana for medicinal purposes, not decriminalization laws. And those are laws that are... are are different than the medical marijuana laws, just to... Okay, so you're not looking at the current uh, change of law in, in Colorado. You're looking at simply the 17 states that have done medical marijuana laws. Correct. Colorado is one of those states, but this is not the, this is not the legalization for recreational purposes. This is the medical marijuana laws. And, and in the case of your research, what you've seen and tallied is that Pretty much every state that has medical marijuana laws, traffic fatalities have gone down. That, that's, yeah, that's, our, that's our result. That's a very amazingly strong result. Yeah, it is. It is. Absolutely. Does it make you intrigued about whether or not more states, if they legalize marijuana, would see fewer traffic fatalities? A- absolutely. I, I, I mean, 100%. I mean, you're... you're right on with that. And I think that's, I mean, and that is absolutely where our research will go. I mean, one of the, one of the tricky parts with these, you know, the passages of the new, of a new law is that, you know, time must pass before you can, you know, effectively research and study the data. Uh, but we absolutely plan on doing this with Washington and, and Colorado, the two states that have, have just, you know, legalized for recreational use. And I, you know, I think our, our uh, our studies on our study on medical marijuana laws is, is certainly something that might lead us to expect that we would see similar results in Washington and Colorado after um, the legalization for recreational use. Okay, so for the medical marijuana laws, those states have been around long enough to say this seems to be a resilient result, but you don't know yet whether any kind of decriminalization, such as what's happened in Colorado this year, might reduce traffic fatalities more or not? You really don't know yet. Right, right. We have not been able to look at those data. Well, why do you think that medical marijuana laws actually do reduce traffic fatalities? What are the strongest reasons why? Well, I mean, there's, you know, what we find in our paper is that there's large spillover effects into the recreational market. So these medical marijuana laws are passed. You know, it's it's very difficult to monitor the supply side of of the market. So, and we actually find that the price of marijuana in states that pass medical marijuana laws actually is affected um, by these laws. What you report is that medical marijuana laws drive down the price of the best grade of marijuana, and the more years that go on, the lower the price of the highest quality marijuana goes down. Right, which, which is consistent with this supply, increase in supply 
of marijuana in these medical marijuana law, in these medical marijuana states. And, and it's very consistent with anecdotal evidence that you know, a lot of this marijuana that's being grown for medicinal purposes is not necessarily going to just these patients, right? Now, I'm curious, though, how would this possibly affect whether or not people die in traffic accidents, driving down the price of high-quality marijuana? How would that affect whether or not people are in traffic accidents? Yeah, so that's a, that's a good question. So price falls, consumption goes up. Marijuana and alcohol are substitute goods. So price of marijuana falls, people start smoking more marijuana and drinking less. As a result, we see fewer alcohol-related traffic fatalities because alcohol consumption has been affected by an increase in marijuana consumption. Are you seeing that in these states that have medical marijuana laws that the number of people who die in alcohol-related traffic accidents actually goes down? Yeah, and that's the result that's driving the overall traffic fatality effect, absolutely. I'm assuming then that the number of driving while intoxicated cases goes down. We haven't looked at those data. We've just looked at the fatalities. But that all, all by itself, there aren't as many people dying in traffic accidents while they're drunk. Right, that's what we show, yeah. Does this make you think that we ought to do more to legalize marijuana? Uh, you know, this is one, I mean, I think this is one piece of the of the policy puzzle, right? You know, I mean, I think uh, you don't necessarily want to want to pass a law based on one bit of information on one particular outcome, right? There's a lot of other outcomes that uh, would need to be considered for a complete sort of cost-benefit analysis picture. Um, but you know, I think this is a I think this is a big one. I think this is one that's that's very important and that should be considered in the in the policy debate. Absolutely. What other statistical changes would you like people to be studying to help make a policy decision about legalizing marijuana? I think crime is a big one, and we haven't we haven't looked at that yet. And we are in the middle of of getting this uh, research project going. Um, you know, youth consumption is something that you hear people talking. Uh, quite a bit about in terms of one of the fears of um, legalizing marijuana is that youth consumption is going to increase. We were able to write a paper on medical marijuana laws and youth consumption, and we found that youth consumption was not affected, so teenagers. Um, I mean, I think that's another really important um, policy-relevant outcome um, that should be considered when deciding whether or not to legalized marijuana. That meaning that in teenagers, alcohol consumption doesn't really go up or down depending on medical marijuana laws? Uh, for teens, we find that when a medical marijuana law is passed, their marijuana consumption is not affected, nor is their alcohol consumption affected. So we, we find the effects strongest for young adults. So you know the 20 to 29-year-old uh, age groups, we find that these effects are really strong. But for teenagers, we, don't, we do not find any effects. Oh, so for young adults who don't have to ask their per- parents' permission to get a medical marijuana card, marijuana consumption goes up. But for teens who might have to ask their mom or dad to sign for the card, they don't get as many of those mar- medical marijuana cards. Yeah, I mean, there's very few, very, very few uh, in, the, in the states that do publish their, um, the numbers of people that are, are registered uh, medical marijuana patients, there's very, very few teens. But but you want to look at some ways to figure out what you've seen with traffic accidents in terms of crime statistics. Do you think you'll be able to do that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're in the process of, of collecting 
um, state-level crime data, county-level crime data. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's a it's a project that um, you know we we definitely will be able to um, to work on and, and and use sort of similar methods that we that we used in our uh, traffic fatality paper. So it's you know it's just a matter of you know doing the work, collecting the data, analyzing the data, writing the paper, and you know that can. You know, when you when you start in on these things, it sounds sounds simple enough, but man, <laughs> they can take a while. So uh, it can often be a, a longer process than you think. But you know, it's it's something that's important. That's that's uh, we're starting in on, and we think it is a really important uh, research project within this larger marijuana research agenda. As a policy issue, this has been intriguing to you because it's it's a new thing, and so it's been easy to measure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if it yeah, if I if I was uh, if I was writing papers based on my personal interests, all my research would be on football. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's definitely uh, a topic that I got interested in, um, simply because of the policy relevance. And you know, I was curious, what are the effects? I mean, I had you know had had zero prior prior beliefs going into this project, having no idea what we would find, and you know, we're we're analyzing the data and we're, we're reporting what we find. Um, and, and I think that's the most exciting way to do research. You know, one other interesting thing about your research is that people could speculate one way or the other about what would happen when marijuana became more available. But here you have real numbers to compare and very easy points in time to compare the start and the end or, or the, start, the start of the change to. And the numbers are pretty dramatic. Yep, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, good luck with what you're doing. And um, are you? How how is your research being received right now? Uh, you know, it's, it's certainly. Uh, I mean, within the within the, the research community, within the economic research community, it's it's being received well. Um, within the policy debate, you know, I think people that uh, are on the pro marijuana side of the debate really like really like our our research and think it's really important. Um, and then the people that uh, you know are on the on the other side you know, are, are not as fond of uh, of the outcomes that we're reporting. Um, but you know that it's it's generating a, a really important debate amongst both parties. So I, I think it's very important from a policy perspective. There are whole countries which have legalized marijuana or made it more available. As part of your research, did you check into what's happened with tra- traffic fatalities in those countries? Well, I mean, that, I think that'd be a great, if those data exist, that'd be another great step to, to take it. I mean, we haven't considered that at all, but I think that'd be a really great, really great direction to take the research. That's University of Montana economist Mark Anderson. This is an extended interview from the KGNU Science Show that aired January 8, 2013. I'm Shelley Schlender. Find out more at howonearthradio.org.